So what are now, you? Now you'll you... get into the truth of the matter. I would, if there's anything I'm passionate about, is the removal of the word passionate from the language. You know, alongside legends. Overused statements that mean absolutely score. Can I throw in another word? Iconic is another yeah. word. We're off to Nova Scotia today in Canada. Keep listening and I'll explain what that comment's about. Anyway, this is the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast with me, Stuart the Wild Man Mabber, and... William Manklow. I was not expecting that. No, he's only just starting a different way. We're here to uh, explore and delve into and examine the big challenges that we all face. And uh, my job is getting people just aware of the nature and the natural world and the environment and all the issues around it and uh, bring it into their daily life. Uh, who and what are you, William? Are you, I'm William Ankelow. Uh, you'll find me behind a camera. You'll find me flying a drone. You'll find me behind a microphone. You'll find me in front of an audience. You'll find me walking down the River Thames sometimes. Yeah. We try and normalise the big issues by talking about them. We try and come up with actions that address what we discuss. And uh, we're here to change the narrative and just give another perspective and just maybe challenge what you think as the norm. Now, the question, another long question. This comes from Justin in Nova Scotia in Canada. I think Nova Scotia is on the far east. It's far east, yes. Do you yeah. know what it means, by the way? Do you know what the translation is? It's Latin. Have a guess. I did. Uh, have, a guess. have a guess. What does it look like? Really no, obvious, uh, in a way. No, no Scotland? I don't know. You've got the second bit right. It's New Scotland. New Scotland. Right. Nova Scotia literally means New Scotland. Uh, nearly there. There you go. So, so yeah. what's the question, William? Big deep breath again. This is a big question. Yeah. <gasps> again, it isn't a question. It's shorter than the previous one. What are you both passionate about? I'm passionate about many things, actually. But really small things. Go like on. passionate about cake. Cake is really important to me. I, I need to have cake on a semi-regular basis. And that's, that's not a joke either. I, I have a passion for uh, video games. I really enjoy playing video games. It's particularly, I've got a video game which I play with a friend online. Um, I'm passionate about going out and exploring the world. There's many things, really. But then passionate is quite a quite a strong word. So maybe if I really dug down into those things, I'm not really passionate about them. I'm interested in them. Uh, so what are now, you... What now are you'll you... get into the truth of the matter. Oh, so yeah, yeah, exactly. But what we do on this podcast is we explore things almost from a, from a cold yeah. start, don't we? Yeah. So what are you passionate about Stuart are you passionate about anything no I'm not I I I, I, I was I would uh, that would be if I had to answer on your behalf I would say you're not yes I would if there's anything I'm passionate about is the removal of the word passionate from the language you know alongside legends overused statements that mean absolutely score f- can I throw in another word iconic is another yeah. one yeah there's there's a particular there's a particular um, video game that I, I used to play a lot. Um, it's a railway simulator. Don't judge me. Um, and every single time they released a new bit of downloadable content, so it would be something else you add to the game, they'd use the word iconic every yeah. single time. What, it, they can't all be iconic, no. can they? No. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think passionate is one of those very strong words that should be used sparingly. It's a bit like angry or... I just... Or, yes, yeah. I just think or hate. Hate is another word. Yeah, I just think it's we have this lazy use of language and we use words in ways they shouldn't be used. And it's sort of like, you know, you hear interviews on all sorts of media and what, you know, this person's passionate about. 
just drop the word passion. It's just something they're interested in. Yeah. And it's sort of like in the business networking world, it gets right on my tits. You know, I'm passionate about customer care. You can't say that live on the podcast. I just did. And uh, it's an in joke there. Anyway, um, it's just one for Roy Peach. (laughs) (laughs) That name rings a bell. Yeah. That's an in joke between Roy and myself. Go on. (laughs) Anyway, so. Uh, you know, uh, I, 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 when I first started out in business many decades ago, you'd stand up in a networking thing and say, our priority in the business is customer care. And it's not passion, you know, and I remember going to a networking thing and it wasn't a great, I, I, I heard myself this, this, this come out of my mouth. And I thought, mm, this is, I'm not going to do any business with this guy. This bloke came up to me, he was running, uh, co-running this uh, networking event, and he came up to me, he said, oh, I'm Joe Bloggs, what are you passionate about? And I looked at him and I said, well, that's really not a great thing to say to me, because I said, I've got a, an aversion to, to the word passion. I said, I'm not passionate about anything. I do my job to the best of my ability, and I, and I prioritise making sure I do my job to the best of my ability, so I keep getting work. And I thought to myself, well, this isn't necessarily a great thing to be saying, but I just had to say it because I thought it might might stop him going up to the next person and say, I'm Joe Bloggs, what are you passionate about? You know, it's just overused. Now, I, I, I'm not passionate about anything um, because I, yes. I, I, I think that word is is overused and used wrongly and the meaning of it's been lost. It's what I said at the start. So you asked me what I was passionate about, particularly and I went through those three things and I was yeah. like, when I was talking about them, I was like, well, I'm not really passionate about them. Yeah. I'm just into them. I think also passion, being passionate about something can sometimes be a flash in the pan thing as well. Yeah, fad. A fad, a bit of a fad. And I try to stick away from, from fads really, uh, particularly, you know, like music or, or um, television or films, mm. you know, the people say, somebody will say, oh, have you seen this film? Why haven't you seen this? This is Everybody's passionate about this film. And it's like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't really, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, like, a bit, it's an overused word. I remember I uh, about passionate. 20 years ago in Oxfordshire, I was one of the most prolific bird recorders. Were you passionate about it? And people, you and I remember I had to give a talk once, and someone I was introduced. This is Stuart, Stuart Mabbert. He's going to give us talk, a talk about different bird song. He's very passionate about birds, and I thought I am not passionate about birds. I'm interested in them, mm. but passion to me is, is some sort of physical shake in your body and there's excitement and all the rest of it. And yes. it's just sort of like turn it in, son. Yes, yes, yeah. You know. So, so sorry, Justin. I mean, I'm not passionate about anything, but I, I may be talking passionately, but and animatedly. But I, I just anyway. Yeah. So maybe the word passionate is is being used too much about what people are interested in, yeah. and not used in the in the in the term of 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 being passionate. You know, yeah. talking animatedly about something. It's a bit of a different. It's more of an emotion rather than yeah. actual anything else. But but if I came near to anything what 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 am i um what am i i'd say i'd rephrase the question what am i interested in what what are my priorities where's my focus my own truth speaking the truth i haven't mastered speaking the truth in the right places yet i just speak the truth wherever it wherever it comes up it gets me in trouble um the uh um, it does cut it does cut people off at at source, uh, at a source, yeah, which yeah. is what we talked about in the previous episode, where yeah. 
Um, well, if I'm that not... guy had been walking across the road, I'd have actually put my hand up and I'd have told him to <laughs> before he even came across. Yeah, that, that, I think we'll have to bleep that one out. <laughs> just, 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 uh, just saying. Ed- yeah, editor, yeah. you yeah. can, you can hold on a minute. You're, you're the editor, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I. Do, doing things that matter to someone or something. I remember an interesting thing. Um, Neil Stockton from Radio Chawa, when we did the uh, live and uns- environmental debate live and unscripted at Bothy Vineyard recently, which is the live incarnation of this podcast, he was doing the uh, the PA system. It was interesting. When uh, people were there and they saw Radio Chawa here, it was just being transmitted live on the radio. Is your podcast part of Radio Chawa? No, they're just running the PA system. Anyway, um, he said to me, he, he said uh, he, he was shocked that we were earning a living from from doing taking that on the road. He said, you earn money from this? I said, yeah, it's ticketed. And he was quite shocked. He said, how do you think your fee is being covered? It's not out of my pocket. And I said, I'm here because I, 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 I feel I can make money out of what we're doing. And, uh, you know, 50% of the profits go to a charity. So we're doing some good off the back of it. Yes. And he said, well, yeah, but you must be interested in, you must be passionate about the environment and sustainability. I'm not passionate. It's just, I'm interested in it. It matters and I can earn a living out of it. Do you think, do you, do you think passion or pa- being passionate can blind you? To, to, it can to, do. To realities. It can do in some situations. That it, it, it kind of, it's an extremity of, of, of emotion. Yeah. So rather rather than try and be a sort of, I I always try and seek balance yeah. in things. Not always successful, but yeah. being passionate about something, I, I think I think it's quite safe to be being be be a passionate singer, be a passionate speaker, yeah. but to be a passionate about a particular subject is is verging yeah. on on well I, a little bit too much really. I remember. Um, <laughs> The uh, I don't know. I think it was uh, I was at a speedway meeting uh, in in England. It's just, it's it's a motorcycle racing, and I was there with Mrs. Wildman once. I just remember it was it was, was Bellevue in Manchester. Best speedway <laughs> track in the country, in the world, and because uh, it's been built for speedway, and it's just beautiful. I, I, I set you up for that because I know yeah. how much you like it. Uh, that's why I struggled to go to Oxford because I know how good Bellevue is. Um, I remember, I think it was a British final, and uh, 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 there was a rider I, I, I follow, and uh, I, 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 I wouldn't even say I got excited, but I was shouting and screaming a little bit, and uh, my wife looked at me, and she was smiling, and she looked back at the race, and, and then she looked back, and I, each time she looked back, I was in, in, in various stages of undress, shall we say. And she kept looking back, and uh, but by the end of by the end of the race, my, I had my, sh- my shirt completely off, and I was waving it around my head, and uh, I had my tits out on show. And uh, she 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 turned, it was, she was watching me more than the race. She, she said, "Did you get passionate then?" I said, "No, I just just uh, enthused by the moment." You've painted a picture there, Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we should we paint a picture <clears throat> of? Um, Something we're going to be doing in Lincolnshire on the 15th of March next year. Where is Lincolnshire? Lincolnshire is in the UK. Yeah, it's sort of East Midlands. Yeah, so if you have... On the coast. Yeah, if you you look at a map of the UK and there's um, a bit of land which kind of goes round, sticks out on the right, on the eastern side of the country, which is Norfolk Mm. and Suffolk. Mm. Lincolnshire is just north of that. Yeah. And uh, it's a three-hour drive from from Oxford, but... uh, 
little while ago, we had uh, an email come through uh, from uh, a woman who runs the Woodhall Spa Gardening Club. And it said, uh, we're, we're a gardening club. Uh, we meet on a Friday at 7.30. And I th- um, immediately... Every, every third Friday, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Every third... No, the third Friday of every month. Third Friday of every month. That's it, yeah. And, uh, and, we, and I, I immediately pricked up because I thought, well, I've, there's, I've never seen a gardening club meet on a Friday because people have got other stuff to do. So I thought, they, this must be an enthusiastic group. And it's to get 70, 80 people at each meeting. So they must have a big sort of maybe 300 membership to guarantee that. And then she said, uh, we're looking for a speaker to come and give a talk. And uh, and uh, we, we, we don't like too many slides. We like it interactive. And that's exactly what William and I do. Is yes. We don't do slides at all. No slides. And it's all interactive because the talks are as much about us taking the <laughs> out of the audience as it is about us educating the audience. Got a run of explicit episodes here. Um... This was audio, an explicit episode. Yeah, I know. And uh, and uh, she 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 said because uh, uh, she found our name on the Royal Horticultural Society speaker listings. She said, "Would you, would you, uh, would you be interested? And do you fit that criteria?" And I sent uh, sent back and I said, "Well, yeah. This is our fee for the talk." And I said, "It's nearly two hundred quid for travel." And I said, "Accommodation on top." And, uh, and I spoke to you about it, and 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 uh, we both said, well, let's fire off a price, which yeah. comes to... Which is what we always do. Yeah, and with accommodation, and it's well over 400 quid, to be honest. Yes. And see what comes back. She instantly come back saying, yeah, great, fantastic. We're, 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 we, we can accommodate you, so effectively we won't have any accommodation fees. So the message is, we'll go anywhere and talk, uh, but uh, it, it's not necessarily cheap. Um, but uh, and I thought that was fantastic and, and, and my wife said uh, oh, are you sure you're up to it because of my health well it's next next year for a start and uh, we do it over a 24 hour period and uh, it's a nice challenge to look forward to but if somebody wants to book us for a talk how do they do that oh, you can email us at peoplescountryside at gmail.com uh, I'll give your email address as well Stuart Stuart yep. at uk. my email address is william at shot at uk. Um, we've got a listing of our talks it comes up as Stuart's name on Speakersnet did we yeah. want to put a link in Speakersnet in this, this uh, episode yeah I can do I'll make a note of that Speakersnet we'll put, put a link in the description as well um, yeah just come and have a look and see what talks we do um, it's going to be interesting to see what the audience will be like at, at Woodhorse Bar because right on their doorstep is RF, RF Coningsby, which yep. is quite a big RF base. That's where the um, oh, which fighter plane, the Eurofighter, is based. Yeah. Um, often when you, I remember um, hearing the name Coningsby, um, I was sat in a because I was sat, I was sat in a uh, cafe, G and D's on Cowley Road, which has got a massive in Oxford, glass, yep. in Oxford, which has got a huge plate glass window at the front. Yep. And uh, the whole window buckled in and out. And yeah. but there was no vehicles passing by and what it had been, there's been an unidentified pl- unidentified plane flying into Cardiff, I think it was. Really? And um they they dispatched their the, the high speed fighter planes to, yeah. to, to to intercept it and they that was then breaking the sound barrier. And they came from RF Connorsby. Mm, by so the time you noticed that, though, they they were long gone. Long gone, yes, yeah, because yeah. it was a sonic boom. But yeah, yeah. but that that's that would be so it'd be interesting to see what the audience would be like because yeah. it's it, there may be some people from the RAF yeah. actually coming to the talk as well. 
Anyway, uh, that's another episode done. I'm not necessarily looking forward to the next episode uh, because Molly in Oxford's sending us another question. And it's a hell of a long question. Yeah. And it's, where, is it going to fit into the uh, description? I think I'm going to be sending you an email soon, Molly, asking you to condense the question down. But keep... Uh, I, I can't even summarise what she's talking about here, but it, it, it's, it's focusing on Queen Elizabeth and... Uh, yeah, the right the to protest as well. Yeah. Yeah. So join us then, and uh, uh, we never know. We might actually be back out into my backyard uh, recording outside so you get the sound of the road as well in the background. But the window's open today. There's all sorts of birds drinking out of the bird bird uh, feeders and out, out here. So hopefully we'll have some bird song in the background. So I've been Stuart the Wild Man Mabber. He's been... I've been William Mayclough. And Stuart, yeah, you've had some black, blue blue tits, haven't you, fledging from... Blue tits in one of the boxes. Had a family of seven uh, seven young. We had a robin nesting, but the, the, she laid the eggs and then, and then absconded. And uh, interestingly, yesterday... Uh, somewhere nearby, uh, a blackbird has uh, 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 raised two young, and there's been a male blackbird feeding two, 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 two young in in the garden. And most of yesterday, there was one of the young stayed in my garden because it's like a courtyard, just sunning itself on on the patio, and uh, just look. We had eyeball contact most of the most of the day. Beautiful. So, uh, Anyway, so join us. Uh, we'll have ear to eardrum to eardrum contact if you keep listening to this podcast.